We are the champions, my friends. That's not true. Do, 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 do. And we'll keep on fighting till the You're end. You're going to need to keep fighting because you lost. We <laughs> are the champions. I won. We are the champions. I won. No time. <laughs> <laughs> I won. No, you did not win. Can okay. We, but I don't know what the misconception let, let's is. Let's be clear. Yes, let's be clear. Or let's be very clear. You know, we I clearly I try to give you a little out to have some saving <laughs> grace. <laughs> what are you talking about? To have some saving grace on how poorly no. you did throughout the entire competition. No, and no, even no, people no, that no, you no. asked. People that I, I didn't ask them, but people that I came did to ask you on the IG. You did ask I on the did, IG, I and did. people came to you to tell you what. But then I had to remember. to tell you what <laughs> to say what. <laughs> no, he, they. I can't even get it out of my mouth. The disgust Ugh. because it applies. <laughs> They said that Trent won. Thank you. But it's not true. I then Thank I had you. to remind them. I was like, so Thank did y'all forget about the end Look at where the material. he wagered all of his points? Look at the material. And he lost because I got the question Look right. Look at the material. So therefore, meaning Marcus Drew still won the competition. Sweetheart. Period. And I gave you, like, let's not even get into it. Let's not. I mean, let's just go ahead and, and finish this up. Cheaters gonna cheat. Of the Okay, no. So I'm glad that that's finally over. We are now back with a brand new episode of Cold Pop. Yes. Hey, listeners, how's everyone doing out there? How is everyone holding up? True. Is everybody still staying sane? Are you taking your breaks? Are you refreshing yourself? Did you did you have a happy Juneteenth? Yeah. I what did. did that look like for you? I was black, blacker than blackity black black. Right. Black, I black. saw. <laughs> I saw those. Um, but yeah, how was everyone's Juneteenth? We hope you had a great one. Uh, Juneteenth was on, I, I mean, it was Juneteenth to the 106th It really, hour. And plus it was on a Friday, so I was like, oh, just cancel all my meetings for today. I'm like, on holiday. And, and of course, I think what made it different is that everybody and their mama jumped on Juneteenth this year Absolutely. because of what's going on. Absolutely. But I think in years past, what you would have seen is probably about 47% of African Americans <laughs> celebrating Juneteenth and actually knowing what Juneteenth is. Right. Um, and that is a stat I just pulled out of any at my butt. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, is that everyone seemed to be on the Juneteenth bandwagon this year. Yeah. Rightfully so because of everything that's been going on. Uh, but, it, I mean, there was just kind of this wash of, like, Netflix and Hulu and everybody's I mean, got a curated black everyone playlist. Everyone that you can think of was hopping on this Juneteenth playlist. And mm -hmm. I mean, um, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, it's more awareness, and overall, that's the goal: more awareness to get more things passed. Let's think, see this all next uh, for next Juneteenth too. Right, because I mean, the idea is to get Juneteenth to be a national holiday. And so, Which it probably will now. I, I would. I mean, and we know. Strike while the iron's hot. We know from trivia Awareness. last week that there was. Okay. There was so. legislation to do that. Oh. Um, yes. And that Barack Obama co-sponsored that, but they weren't able to get it passed. So I'm thinking that that will now be able to happen. Somebody else bring it to the floor. Yeah, I think Kamala Harris is already on it. Good. I saw be. something um, in regards to that saying that she was going to take that on and get that passed. But I thought it was great. I had a great Juneteenth. Um, so and did I. Yeah, I thought that there was there was a lot going on. Did you see all the people out yesterday? I kept my distance. I Oh, because you were one of them. Stayed, no, I, I was outside, but very socially distant. 
had a nice little uh, picnic or whatever and just kind of chilled you by the lake. You would have thought it was Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, I made sure I kept away from the crowds and because crazy. we're still in a pandemic. Right. Hello. And numbers are on the rise in right. several states that try to forge ahead and reopen early. So everybody... Be careful out there, please. Yeah. Keep your wear mask. Please. Um, and that's everywhere. I told, like, I went home last. Um, yeah. so like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was week, home? Home was great. Home was good, but it's definitely still in pandemic mode. Yes. You know, you think you're going somewhere else. No, it's everywhere. And so just everyone being mindful of that and taking your mask. But home was great for me. I got to attend a uh, march and rally there. Uh, which I thought was really cool. I no, put yeah, some, I saw the video. Yeah, I put the video. Uh, go check out that on my IG, um, uh, on my personal Instagram account. But it was good. I just being able to get home and have some time, um, celebrate mom's birthday, and just hang out with brothers and sisters and cousins, aunts, uncles. All of that was good. Nice. Good. 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 Yeah. Uh, I mean, pretty much that was my weekend. I just wanted to say that. Uh, Breonna Taylor still needs justice. Yes. Um, I think as of right now, the officer has been fired, but that's not mm-hmm. enough. But that's not what we um, were looking. No. I mean, we wanted that, but we want we need it. We need some arrest happening. Absolutely. So still justice for Brianna. And I also just want to say that the peer, if you're here in Chicago, um, you can apply for a mail-in ballot starting now. Yes. All the way until October 5th, I think. So please make sure. I know it's only June, but I'm telling you, November will probably be a shit show when it comes to elections. Right, and it might not be a bad idea since I mean we all saw We're what still that, in a pandemic. We all saw what that primary looked like and it, in Georgia. Yeah, in Illinois. Oh, and Illinois. Yeah, Illinois too. Yeah, it was yeah, absolutely. I was. <laughs> and see, I did like early voting, so I like yeah, voted early it in was, the primary. Uh, it was a mess. I bet. So if you it was a mess. If you are thinking ahead as you should be to the election, please go ahead and apply for a mail in ballot here in Chicago. You have until October fifth, I believe. I don't quote me on that. I know for October for sure, mm-hmm. but do it now. So do it you now. ain't gotta worry about it. Yeah. Especially I mean, depending on your precinct. My precinct was perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I mean, it was I'm great. just thinking of like but some lines, precincts did crowds. not have it together and yeah. it showed like, you know, Things had shut down, and so yeah. it looked completely different from what we're used to. So that's really important. So there is on uh, FX, Dave, oh, the God. show. <laughs> so, okay, and I think I had very similar, I had a very similar well, reaction. I've heard people say, the, give the reaction, and, Ugh, and then after they watch it, they were like, oh, it's this is actually really pretty good. good. And yeah, it is really good, but who I am right now, I think, have fallen in love with. Who? Is the it's a supporting character on the show, Gata. Okay, I don't know um, who has a really amazing episode. Um, I think it's episode five, Hype Man, um, and it's talking about being bipolar. Oh, and okay. it's done so well, and the acting is so great. It's mm-hmm. just, it's you. I, I really just want to show you that episode mm-hmm. because it's that. I mean, it's that. It's. I'm thinking. Emmy nomination. Okay, maybe I'll go. And this says episode five. Episode five, hype man. Okay, I'm gonna show it to you after this. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I am because you need we'll to see, see it. You need to see it. Yeah, you need to see some good acting for a change. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of bad acting in the mirror. Um, <laughs> moving you on, nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to our segment entitled. Woo child, I'm about to throw this girl in the ocean. But <laughs> <laughs> you end up over in the ocean. You well, better you watch those. Ocean. No, but let's talk about those top viral moments uh, that made us say, Woo child. Or, Woo child. Or, child. <laughs> All right, what do you have for us first? So, my first thing, um, I'm going to give a huge woo child to AMC Theaters. Oh. Uh, Talking about the day reopening. So. <laughs> With optional. Right. So AMC, <laughs> the articles from Variety is saying AMC Theater CEO Adam Aron, Aron says their cinemas won't require masks upon reopening because they didn't want to be drawn into a political controversy. Hmm. Say what now? Uh, so we just rather be unsafe rather than stepping on any toes. But why did your mind go straight 
to political. I have no clue. What about health? Right. What about science? <laughs> Let's talk about that. What about procedures? Let's talk about that. What about hygiene? What about those things? How is she though? Right. So that's a woo child for me. But just woo child to theaters in general because you're going to need to do a lot to get me back in a movie theater seat. Yeah. Agreed. With a bunch of people. Yeah, especially when they're making things available. Yeah. Um, from home. Yeah. So. Quit acting like we don't download these videos. <laughs> let's, I don't let's need not. y'all. Yeah. Uh, for me, the first person up, I think, has to be Aunt Jemima. Mish. Uh Oh, how do I Mama, definitely. say goodbye? <laughs> but you know what? It's not. It's not a sad goodbye. It's an actual like. Don't get out of here. Let's make this move so we can, you know, see some other things move. Right. Uh, so for those who have been living under a rock for the past week, um, the Aunt Jemima uh, brand from Quaker Oats has decided to change the name. Of their pancake product, pancake product, as well as the face and artwork. Um, so, for those who don't know, for years it's been Aunt Jemima pancakes. Aunt Jemima has definitely evolved uh, from what she used to be. Uh, very early in the, uh, I want to say, nineteen twenties. Yeah, Aunt, um, Aunt Jemima was a derogatory term. Yeah. Right? So um, she was. It was um, that. The way that she looked very, looked very much like Mammy. Very bombastic, Mammy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so there's there have been many renditions of this person who was you know started out with a kerchief, um, oh, oh, yeah. and just like really and you the know, apron, yeah, and like the... certain features, and right. then it just it's now morphed into um, what we see today. Right. Um, this woman with the nice curled bang and some earrings. The nice uh, curled bang. <laughs> that bang is always on that point. Wig. <laughs> that bang is always there. But it's not so much the image being offensive now. It's just the history behind it. Right. Um, and understanding. I think, I mean, it takes, that's a big step, I think, on Quaker Oats' part to say, yes, this product that's been around for years we're going to completely change the name and the artwork surrounding that. Do they know what they're going to change it to? Or do I have know? not heard, no. Okay. Um, I've got another question. Is Uncle Ben so, racist? So that kind of brings us or what to, about... the, to the next ones. And so there are a number of now Wasn't that Uncle brands. Ben's rice? Is that what it is? He yep. did rice? Yep. Okay. Um, so people are a lot of other people are now reviewing their own. So like just to kind of give you Uncle Ben's, okay. Mrs. Butterworth's, uh, Cream of Wheat. Uh, Esco- Cream of Wheat had a white man on it, didn't no, it? No, Cream of Wheat has a black man oh, on the chef's hat. Um, and Eskimo Pie, even. Okay. Um, a, a lot of these are starting to now review what their what their brands are, what their artwork is about. Um, and what could possibly be derived from that. And so it's we're going to see a lot of changes. Mrs. Butterworth, that would be a big one too. Um, we're going to see a lot of changes. I think it's going to definitely spill over to sports. Oh, the Redskins. As well. We'll see. It's um, already been petitioned. Woo chow. So yeah, it's definitely made me say woo chow this week. What do you have? Uh, my next one is, oh yeah, let me tell you the... Um, the editors in L.A., honey, uh, this man shook the table. <laughs> wait, so a social, <laughs> wait, what? So uh, let me read it to you. This is from the L.A. Times. A social media post is causing a backlash in the film industry. A film editor faced a backlash from peers in the industry when he posted a call for black editors on a Facebook group. Hmm. And so a film editor's Facebook. Well, hold on. Where's the other one? Uh oh yeah so he but basically just posted a film editor um and one of these little Hollywood editing groups he posted a little notice on there saying hey if you're a black editor uh DM me I'm trying to like grow my network okay. in a sense the white people lost their minds why this is why would somebody needs to flag this delete this uh Whoa. remarks of um how would it be if I just, you know, got on here asking for just white editors? You know, you know, the same old, same go. old arguments. Why don't we have always, a white entertainment yeah. television? It's like, you know, I, it was just like a lot ABC, of drama, NBC, a lot of mess. 
all because they were really pressed over this man just wanting to grow his network. I mean, as you know, in the entertainment industry, that's how you do it. But it's also tough to find like other people. I mean, in any industry, you know, I mean, it is seldom times that you're working with multiple black people in a professional space. And so, you know, it's that much more difficult to connect or, you know, get resources or things like that from other people who look like you when you're surrounded by white people all day. And so, I mean, I can understand him wanting to, like, connect with more editors yeah. just so that he could make sure that if he had opportunities or resources that he could pass on yeah. to more people that he knows are just like him and are Let's struggling Let's not as well. sit here and act like that this is so crazy, out of the way, far-fetched they for did. someone on to have. Facebook group, like, they y'all, thought this no. was outlandish. Like, no. They were That's crazy. Hot. That's pressed. crazy. That's like, so that would be like someone getting up on there and saying, hey, would love to connect with other women editors. Right. or Like, come on. Or LGBT, Anyone or you gay. know, like come on, like don't don't sit there and act. Don't do that. It's, uh, you, it's I'm telling you, they the, should be deflagged. Well, a lot of the girl, there was a thread on Twitter. The one of these girls who was in the group, I guess, or know somebody who was in the group, she was out in all of them in the com- these little Got nasty get, comments. Look, so. I'm here for call people out. Sure. Call people out, which brings me to my next Wu Chow moment. This okay. is this moment definitely went viral. Okay, um, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Gary Chambers Jr. Okay, for getting the people together oh, at, at the, the East Baton Rouge <laughs> school board meeting. He, okay, this past Thursday, this out with his words. he was not playing. So, for those who haven't heard, Mr. Gary Chambers Jr. attended. A school board meeting in East school board meeting um, in East Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And knew all the um, board members by and name. What they were basically discussing was changing the name of a high school. There is a Robert E. Lee High School in Baton Rouge, and they were talking about changing the name. And so you had a lot of people from the community that were getting up and speaking their piece, talking about why they think it would be better for them to change the name. Mm-hmm. Gary Chambers Jr. in his seat. I think appears over to see one of the school board um, board members, uh, Connie Bernard, Carney Bernard of the Connie Ber- Connor Bernard, Connie Bernard, <laughs> Connie Bernard. Um, while everyone is speaking, is shopping online, buying up nice little sweater sets, <laughs> bothered, doing all kinds Unbothered. of things, bothered. Uh, like, she said, "Let me get next year's. Let me let me uh, design this living room because like, I don't not care about y'all." Fully shopping, adding things to carts, coupon codes, you name it. Gary Chambers, Gary Chambers Jr. then decides to take to the mic and he was took like, a "Picture of her. yeah, took a photo of her. For this proof. is how this is how you get your receipts For f- together. You gotta have receipts. This is how you get your receipts." And took photos of her shopping online just moments before. And goes up there and continues to completely call her out on what she was doing, he, not listening to the people. The room. He cleared the <laughs> he room. Cleared her. Connie got up and moved she out, walked out so fast. Scoop, it would have made your head spin. Scoop, boogie down out of there. <laughs> but what I also love about this man is that he did not just stop at Connie Bernard. Mm-mm. He went on to call out other members of the school board for mm-hmm. things that they were either doing or not doing. Um, and knew all of them, as you said, by name and made sure you have to find it. His name is, um, it's on Instagram is at Gary Chambers Jr. Uh, and you'll be able to see the full video, but definitely a woo chow moment. What did he say? And for all the black board members, this is the most I've seen us <laughs> be together ever. Exactly. Let's keep it like this. Yes. He's like, I'm not going to let y'all go off unscathed. Right, and like. I'm- and to the, cause after he cleared Connie, then he was like, and to the rest of the, now for the rest of yeah. the board. I said, oh, exactly. Jesus, we're about to get um, good. So you have to go check that out. That was definitely a moment. <laughs> um, that's all I have for Wu Child. Um, the only thing that other, also made me say Wu Child was uh, D.L. Hughley, uh, who recently collapsed on stage in Nashville. Mm. I hope all is well. I hope he's doing okay. Definitely a boot child moment. I was well, I was gooped. I was gooped. <laughs> hey. um, he was in mid set, sold out crowd doing a, a doing his set. Um, and wait. Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. So were they socially distanced? 
Um, it appears that way. It appears that way in the video. Okay. It does. It's very so. So you said sold out crowd, and I'm first thing in my mind is pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. What? It appears that they are socially distanced. I only see one, like little table. Like, um, what's the other special that we saw? The Dave Chappelle. That one. It's kind of like it looks like that. Okay. I don't see anybody now. The manager was not socially distancing because he was the one that rushed to the outside. Okay. Um, to go grab him. Mm. Um, I'm looking at this a little bit more. I don't know if they were socially distanced right. or not. Okay. I'm looking, I'm now seeing the light because they turned the lights on. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the video right now and they turned the lights on. Ooh, yeah, it does look like a lot of people in there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but anyway, um, okay. prayers out to him. Yes. They, they, the manager said that he was exhausted. Okay. I said, oh, that's what they calling it now? Stop it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. But um, hope uh, prayers are with you, uh, DL. Yes. Um, okay, well, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we will continue our Pride series. Wait. <laughs> and now we're going to break. Okay, yeah. We'll be break. back, y'all. All right. All right, and we are back. Hello. So for this segment, this is our spill segment, but we're going back to our Pride series for the month of June. Yes. And for this week, Marcus, I wanted to talk about, I feel like something that is is always at the center of gay culture. You mean those lights. Oh, gosh. Action. Here we go. Hollywood. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yeah, that's how it goes. You're right. Congratulations. Okay. Don't you patronize me, bitch. Good. No, you're right. Okay. Um, But nightlife... We're going to have a sing-off. I we can. can. Thank you. We can. Nightlife in the gay community yes. is definitely, I think, at the center. Very interesting. Everything. Almost at the center of everything. Would you? What would you agree? Would you say that, that nightlife is at the center of our culture? It is how a lot of people in the queer community make their money. Mm. So absolutely. And when we think about nightlife, we're talking about bars, Mm -hmm. restaurants, um, performers, dancers, drag queens, you name it. Bus boys, security, Mm -hmm. anybody in the gay community. Dancers, and I say dancers. Yeah. A a lot of gay, queer, yeah, people make their money in nightlife. And... I think for that reason, but also just the social aspect that comes with um, the social aspect that I think sometimes can be projected of, you know, queer, of gay men Mm -hmm. is that they're always out all the time. Okay. Always partying. Yeah. Always like, yeah. 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 So it's, it's always interesting to me when I get into conversations surrounding nightlife clubbing and what that looks like is it's almost the same everywhere you go would you do you agree with that well what do you hear people say or what are the comments that you hear so great i think this will take us right into the 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 prompt yeah the prompt okay um let's do it i'm here for it i have a theory okay that hold on is this theory based in reality or is this theory based on a assumption no this is okay this is a theory based on an assumption based on my reality of what i see around okay. me my reality okay okay based on an assumption of my reality or perspective of your reality right okay go for it i i would say that Nightlife, gay nightlife, is the most segregated you will ever see the gay community. Yeah, I wouldn't negate that. I think that that is interesting, number one. I think it's sad because I do, once again, I think it is a lot at the center of what, um, I think it is at the center of the community. So... How is it that what is one of the largest aspects of our community and one of the biggest employers um, and and social uh, pieces that we have, why is that the most segregated? 
I mean, let's be real, 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 so real. Let, okay, so I will give you what my reality has been, what okay. my experience has been. Okay. Okay? Um, when I started going to actual nightclubs, I was in grad school. So I was living in, I was living in South Florida. Mm-hmm. All the way, all the time, popping up and down, um... Uh, 95 going to Wilton Manors, going to Miami, going to Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And within all of those, there are certain pockets to go for certain things, right? Like I can go to, at that time, I could have went to a boy, club boy, um, and a number of, and, you know, number of other places, you know, if I wanted to be, if I wanted to see people that look like me. Um, or, you know, if I had someone in town, a white gay or someone who um, wanted to see more white gays, I could take them to Twist or I could take them to the manor. Um, and it was it would be a very stark difference. It's a stark contrast. I, a step forward. OK. I'm going to ask you a question, Marcus. If you have a black gay friend in town. Okay, who wants to go out? Where are you going to take them? Here in Chicago. The name, the bar that you're going to take them to. <sighs> well, I mean, it was obviously going to have to be progress. Bingo, bingo. That's where you're going to see people who look like you. That's where the music is going to be. Something that you're familiar with and like. Hello. So, and so how is that? Just to me, it's just interesting that that is a thing um, here, and I don't necessarily. I don't know if I'm completely mad at it i don't know if i'm completely like saying it shouldn't be but it's just a question of like why i think the issue for me is it's not just the question of why but where are they yeah when i say where are they like it's one thing oh great there's like the one black bar or bar that Mm -hmm. houses a lot of that a lot of poc gays go to but why aren't there many choices of that? You right. Know, there are thousands of choices of all of these other yeah. bland bars to go to or whatever whatever you're into. I'm not even going to knock y'all like that. But I don't ever, every time we go out, it's it's either this or bust. Yeah. You know, or you, you have sit to through start, a Or you're going to start there and then, yeah. And or, then you end up at some place that you don't really want to be anyway. Exactly. But that's all there is to do. So why aren't there more choices for like people of color or bars that, you know, kind of cater more to a non-white aesthetic? Yeah, it's interesting because in a city like Chicago, you would assume that there were plenty of places to go. Mm -hmm. Plenty. I I feel like I always hear stories about places that used to exist but are no longer operating. I mean, you can go to Progress, you can go to Jeffrey's Pub. And those are two places where, like, if someone was like, no, I want to be around black people, I'd be like, okay, well, let's go to these. I have these two for you. Yeah, you go to Jeffrey's Pub. I, you know what? I don't... You know, also, like, <laughs> I think that we sometimes forget... No, no, forget, that wasn't a question. <laughs> I think we sometimes forget... I've been to Jeffrey's Pub. Just, you know, but it's it's definitely a staple. That it is. It's definitely a staple in the community, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of a lot of people. And so, I think you know, hey, but those are the two places I have to take right. you. Where where else could I go? Where if you couldn't go to Bella Noches, where okay, else could you go. you go? This is upsetting me and my homegirls. Yes, yeah. because <laughs> there's literally nowhere to go. But I mean, this I'm sure. Well, no, I take that back. I'm I'm sure other cities have this problem, and then other cities aren't as i guess sparsed out in black entertainment Mm -hmm. i just don't know where they are (laughs) and i think also that it does i mean i could at least speak for this city i've definitely let's just stick to the city since this is what we know i could definitely speak for this city and say that i know a number of people who've tried to enter the nightlife industry um and have been met with several several obstacles um, by city ordinances and certain yeah. licenses uh, that they yeah. have to have. And I don't think it is a coincidence um, that a lot of people that 
go up against these obstacles are black people who are trying to bring more nightlife. Um, or there's even the whole that whole analogy of um, bar owners not wanting to work with people who want to do POC stuff because we bring the trouble or we bring a certain the, crowd a certain or crowd that, we're not going to play certain music. Yeah, because it's going to get too out of hand. So, yeah. I mean. And so I, 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 I'm really interested to see how this is going to change or what this will look like once we emerge from this current landscape of COVID and what's going on with the Black Lives Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I'm really interested to see what changes will ensue within nightlife. Or, let me ask you this. Okay. Do you do you find it helpful or annoying when a bar or a club has like a black night or like an urban night? And it's, you know, just one night a week and it's not something that's like ever present. It's just, oh, on Tuesdays is our urban night. So get you and your friends and come on down. And Is it urban night because of the music that's played? Which is catered to more of a black, black crowd. crowd. Does that um, bother you at all? You know what? I, I don't think that it bothers me. I don't, it's not, I'm not someone who, hmm. I don't think I'm someone who would look at that situation as being... I, I think that, if anything, you should... Hmm. Come on, say say something. Because right now you ain't saying nothing. You're I'm, saying a bunch of words. Right. Say something that means something. No, okay. Does it bother you? No, it does not why bother does me. It, why not? It doesn't bother me because I think that, number one, what could you say in terms of more urban music when so much of black music is kind of folded into mainstream. So I think that that's one thing that I'm thinking about. The other thing is, is that, yeah, we do need certain, I don't mind certain nights. Like I understand that you as a business want to cater to a, a lot of different people. And so you might have a certain night that you have this one, you know, or a show tunes night for all the Broadway Queens or like, that doesn't necessarily bother me. I don't know. I I agree with your second statement. Your first statement, I don't agree with. I don't think it's about the music at all. I think it's about trying to like cattle call a certain demographic of people into a night. That's but not I mean, are they calling it urban problem. night or is well, it like Beyonce and Rihanna night? But I mean, you also got to take you take account on the day that it falls on. You know, if they try to have like an urban night on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday are all pop. Well, that's silly. That's I mean, no, that's not the same level playing field. Right, but uh, to me, it feels like it's a it's a play to well, we know that their crowd gets rowdy on Friday and Saturday. So if we give them something earlier Mm. in the week when less people show up, then we can keep it cute and keep it what we need to on the weekends when the big crowds come in. Yeah. That's what I feel like that that's doing by like the cattle calling and stuff. I understand that. I still I don't know of clubs that do actual I don't urban know nights. Me neither. I know, but that's why I was past, saying like the music. Anymore. It's so folded into the music. I know people will do certain nights. They'll have like a Britney night right. or a Selena night right. or a Beyonce versus Rihanna night, which right. would bring in a lot of us, you know. And so I'm, if it's in the sense that it's so folded into the music, it no, it really just doesn't bother me, but. Um, and then you have to think too is that like you know, I said I don't know anybody saying urban night right and we're not a monolith so I mean like we like all types of music so hell I might be in there for a Britney night we are not a special interest or, group uh, <laughs> right or uh, what was the other one Christina Aguilera night right I know songs from all them girls I, I like I said I'm excited to see what this means if there do you think that there will be more clubs that will hop on this as we've seen if clubs are open now would they have done a Juneteenth uh, night <laughs> So here's my thought. I don't think it's going to change anything because, again, it's the whole mentality of, you know, you sometimes you have to strike while the iron's hot. And so if you can get something passed through or, you know, implemented while there's outrage that's going to, you know, help benefit, do it, you know, because, you know, that door is slammed shut as soon as the craze or the trend is over with. Yeah. And I think by the time clubs are able to open back up, I'm fearful that it's not going to be as much of a conversation anymore. I hope, I hope I'm wrong, Yeah. but I'm fearful that it's not going to be as trendy 
anymore. And so then there's not going to be any incentive of clubs doing anything any different if gotcha. they're still getting the crowds that they need. Yeah. Because now with clubs, when clubs are able to open, I'm sure people are just going to be in droves because they want to get out getting of the back house. To, yeah. They want to get out of something Getting normal. back to what they want to so be. So it's not going to care. I definitely will be out. I, so I can't say that I won't be, I but I will, be. will hope that by that time, things would be a lot safer. Yeah. One thing that we haven't talked about, and I want to leave on this. Okay. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about those um, business groups that do parties. So, like, think about, like, a party noir or think about, um, oh, does the Halloween party every year that we go to. Um, Where? At the, the Halloween party that we went to, uh, you, we, at Bar 22. Oh. 222. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I can't, and I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't remember either. But, like, we also, I feel like, need to throw some support um, in those people's directions as well. Because I feel like that's how it starts. Yeah. Like, if you see, you know, if you see more of us Oh, you're talking about support, David Dodd's party. Yeah. Yes. Yes, thank you. Yes. And so it's just like, okay, how do we, how do we support those people right. as a community? And why can't we a, seem... a space. Why can't we seem to get behind... These attempts. I, I think it's the bars again. You know, I mean, you have to have a venue, and you know, we've seen a lot of these nights um, change move locations, from bar yeah. to bar, and I think it's an issue with the bars. You yeah. know, because I mean, when you think about it, like that the the old estate party that's no more. Um, yeah, that was great, but the drinks were expensive. They were expensive, so the bar was charging more than double for a drink that you could get anywhere else for half the price. Hmm. So, I mean, why are they doing that? Yeah. So, it's sort of like, oh, we're providing you with space, but now we're also going to rob you. (laughs) Make you pay $40 for a drink. Like, and that was, and honestly, that was the one and only time I drank. I swear, kid you, it was was like $20 or something for just like a vodka cranberry or something. It was like $20, $25. I'm like, what? It's, yeah. That'll be the last. I'll make sure I uh, pregame beforehand. (laughs) Um, so, okay, I think, I want to wrap this up, Okay. but this is definitely a topic that I want to hit again, Yes. because I don't even think that we really got to even touch on the lack of inclusivity, yeah. um, within yeah. that, that culture, um, and what, and what, um, club promoters are doing to either support that ex- exclusivity, or sabotage, yes, um, exactly, and so, uh, but, we're going to take a break. Let's take a break. And uh, we will come back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. Alrighty, Welcome back. It is time for our signature segment that we like to call Fizz or Flat. Yes. This is where we review things in pop culture, and if we like it, we give it a fizz hey. and a flat if we don't. Exactly. Uh, so, so tra- let's get started. Yeah, why don't you go first? Okay. Uh, for me, one of the biggest moments happened just this, I mean, late in the week, uh, the release of Black Parade, which is Beyonce's yes. new song. It was like Friday Friday night, Saturday morning. Yep. So right there, Juneteenth. Yeah. Hello. Um she uh, released this surprise song um, entitled Black Parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of it? What did you think of it? Okay, so let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Okay. You know I've talked about this. Beyonce has not, for me, has not sang in such a long time. I feel like we're on the same page. And here. so this, I was like, oh, new song. And then it was kind of like, we're Talk back to rapping. this formation. Um, maybe even Beyonce, because uh, she was doing some of this in Beyonce too, um, like rapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I love the lyrics. And I think that that's what I'm focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. I love the lyrics of this song. She says, I'm going back to the South where my roots ain't watered down. Um, and she talks about 
making picket signs out of your picket fences. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it's so no, The current. lyrics are good, yeah. It's just so current, and this will be a song that is used to chronicle this experience. Yeah. This is a song that's going to be used to talk about this experience. And how moments. current it, yes, and how current it is, um, and descriptive of what it is that we're currently going through. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was a great song. I still miss singing Beyonce. So B, if you want to bring her back, um, I'm down. <laughs> the other beautiful thing about this song is that it is going to, uh, the proceeds are going to go to um, the Be Good Foundation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it, there, uh, the Be Good Foundation houses a, it's a black business impact fund. And what that does is help support black-owned businesses that are in need. Um, and so that's what this song is going to do. Yeah, I, I am on board with all of that. I As far as like the actual song, I was just like, eh, okay. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I'm not like in love with it or anything. So, But I admire the cause as always. I mean, B is always doing... People are going to uh, play it. Great things, yeah. And, you know, making sure that, you know, funds are going where they need to. So, I mean... I think she's going about it the right way, doing the right stuff. It's just the song. We talked just, about it. If eh. you sing, sing. If you if you paint, paint. Yeah. Use that use use that God given talent. Yeah. So so fizz for me. Yeah, I give it a fizz. But you give the song a flat. I would, yeah. Not a flat, like okay. I said, because I mean, like if it came on, I would dance to it. I mean, like I'd be like, okay, yeah, dance fever, and, huh? And maybe that's what it is. Maybe like if what if I hear it like in a public space, I'd be like, oh, okay, I get it, I get okay. it now. But right now, I just maybe I'm desensitized to like music not being like groundbreaking. Mm-mm, no, I'm gonna be doing the dutty wine to this all summer long. So, okay, for me. What do you have? Uh oh, so. I want to give a shout out this week. Uh, another artist that just released an album, Tiana Taylor, ah, um, called the album. It's really good. Like, okay, Tiana is in the style of um, R and B. You know, she's definitely got that R and B flair. Uh, I there are several songs on there that I enjoy. I think there's like ten tracks in total. There's like it's like a twenty track album. It's it's got a, several tracks on. It. I don't know how many exactly. But um, there's a lot of good nostalgia on there. You know, she's got a lot of samples from like older songs or uh, hmm. maybe a twist. Like, you know, she had like a, a twist of Back That Ass Up. And then okay. they, she had a sample from Black's 808, a boom <laughs> like an 808. Yeah. Um, she had a sample from Music's, Music Love Soul Child. Okay. Music Soul Child. Well, play it. How long are the songs? Because you remember her last project. So some of them do she have was like doing a them little bit instrumental on the end, and some of them are Those a little Solange more lens. not Solange. I like overall. Like this is a really solid album. I give it a fizz. I want to see her collab with some more ladies. This okay. Is one thing we haven't seen from her. You know, she's done it with Kaylani. but I want to. I want to see her do a collab with like Meg or with. Uh, hmm. Normani or okay. SZA, you know, I want to see something like that. I think that's what I, I want to see for her next. I'm definitely down for that. So I think she can pull it off. Okay. And you're saying you're giving it a fizz, clearly. Yeah, I'm definitely give it a fizz. Okay. Based on what I've heard, I am now a little bit more intrigued to actually hear mm-hmm. the album. I'm going to give it a fizz off reputation because the, okay. the um, features that you talked about... Um, yeah, she's got a feature with Missy Elliott. I was with like, okay, I'm Lauren interested. Hill with Erica Badu. And then the, song the samples, with Erica Badu was really. And then the good. samples that you talked about too were just yeah. like, whoa, like, okay, yeah. So I, she's got a, a. I don't think it's a sample, but it's a re a retake on Aaliyah's "Try Again." I'm going. Okay. It's good. It's cute. Okay. It's cute. All right, girl. Oof. It's cute. Um, <laughs> should put that in woo chow. <laughs> but I'm going to give it a fizz off reputation. This is a pending fizz. Um, and then I report will report back, back next week. Yeah, I'll report back with my findings just because I'm like, mm. come on, murder. She wrote, you better investigate. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy drew a drag. You Nancy, come on, Nancy. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Um, for me, this is a, I think it was a cutesy moment, really. Mm. Um, so, and it sounds like you might have some different views, but. The next thing I have is the little exchange. I'm going to call it a little exchange between Lil Nas X 
and Nicki Minaj over Twitter. Okay. Um, so there was a quick exchange on Twitter about Nas X trying to get a feature, I believe, on the song. And some some barbs commented under uh, the post with something to the effect of, well, why did you deny that you were a Nicki uh, Stan in the beginning? Right? Because, fan bases get on my nerves. Because he was running some account. He Like, his account was all, like, it was a Nicki Stan right. account. Um, and I think that there was some early denial of it. But then later it was like, yeah, that, that was me. Uh, what I found to be interesting is that he went on to explain in, in another tweet was that he didn't he didn't want to divulge he was such a stand because he did not want to be looked at as gay. Which we know he's now sent yeah, yeah, he didn't want to be out of this gay. Which we now see as um hmm. I mean, you know, he's probably one of the most recent gay megastars that have come out lately. Well Justice um, Smith just came out. Who? Justice Smith. Remember him and his boyfriend? You know what? That's just not quite enough of a household name. He's cute. The Bullet Boys you showed me. Justice is definitely not who not he is. quite. He's helmed several movies. Okay, helmed is a strong word. Yeah, he he was the star of Detective Pikachu, and he was one of the stars in Jurassic Park. Nobody watched that. And he was a star of uh, the Get Down. Nobody watched that. Everyone watched he's, those. No, just, look, if clearly he's not enough of a household wow, name. Wow, hating right off of the back of Juneteenth. I said that he was. Be I said he's people. a cute little boy, It'd and his boyfriend people, is cute. Y'all. I said I just sang their praises It'd two weeks ago. People. But anyway, what I'm getting at, he did not want to divulge um, being gay, and we now know that he actually is. But I thought that that was interesting um, that he shared that. I thought it was great that he shared it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, what I appreciate is that he does call attention to the biases that come with being in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the entertainment industry. I was gonna say which is ran by gays. Let's just be clear. Clearly. It's ran by gays, but there's such a stigma. And so, um, especially with him being a rapper and a hip-hop artist, uh, he did not. He didn't want that to be out there. And then Nikki came back with a really nice, cute. She what did like, she say? She was like, "It stung that you denied me, but I appreciate that you're now at a place where you could speak your truth and live proud, or something like that." It was cute. It was a cute little exchange well, for good them. Good for them. I give it a fizz. Yeah. So I definitely give this a fizz. But for me, it just kind of hit a couple of different levels, and I, that's why I wanted to share it. So. Okay. My last. Uh... I think it, it it happened this weekend. The uh, Trump rally, Child. Tulsa, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If, uh, just a flat right off the bat. Woo. Like that's all I got to say about that. Just a flat. I don't even want to give it any more he attention. Did it, but he did reschedule for Saturday. For yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So still whack. That, yeah. You like the intention was there. somewhere else. <laughs> or just don't have it. We're in a pandemic. Just don't do it. I feel you. you He's know, like, I got a campaign. The people in Tulsa were, you know, not only about that ridiculousness of it being on uh, Juneteenth, but the fact that, like, the event could be a super spreader of the coronavirus. True. It definitely can. Of COVID-19. So, like, why are you not being safe? And, like, none of them are going to be wearing masks. And I'm sure they're all going to be breathing on each other. And. Right. Flat. Flat. Flat for me as well. Like, flat is the flat. I just can't, I mean, I can't get into anything that is supporting another four years of that. So like I can't. Putting lotion on your back and all it does is slide down your back flat. Yeah, exactly. So, what are your final thoughts? My final thought is actually a special one that we did not t- get a chance to talk about, but I did want to mention. Okay. Um, black people are not committing suicide by hanging, by lynching. Yeah, that's I don't believe it. A little. I don't out believe there. it. Um, something's going on. There have been several stories now of several black people um, being found hung from trees mm-hmm. and police ruling them as suicides. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't believe it. And the, the at the rate at which this is happening is a little too consistent to be just coincidence yeah. now. So be careful, everyone. Uh, don't go anywhere alone, obviously, right. especially in these times right now. And pay attention. 
Pay yeah. attention to your surroundings. Exactly. That's what I want to leave everyone with. Yeah. My final is to remember to embrace the culture of the call out. That's what I would want to leave everyone there. Embrace the culture of the call out. What's the call out? The call out culture that we're currently right now living in of where people are holding people accountable and doing it in droves of, you know, this, what you said or what this was, was a violation. And we're not, you know, I'm not going to stand for it any longer. And so making sure that when you see things that affect you, whether you feel like it's micro or macro, um, not being afraid to embrace that call call out culture and standing with people, being an ally in that call out culture as well. Um, It's much easier when you have someone that you know is backing you and supporting you. Um, And so to kind of add with that, with Marcus's of, you know, watch your surroundings, embrace the culture of the call out. Don't be afraid to be held accountable. Number one, if you need to be called out, I love what Idris Elba did earlier. So like, you know, that was like, hey, bro, like, yeah, he was like, delete it, like (laughs) completely. So embracing that call out culture, um, I think will just hold us all more accountable and help us learn. Also, by the way, reading that shirt, I had the same thought. I was like, they've already taken everything else. Right. So what's left? What's to, left? What's left to take life. but our lives? They've already taken everything else. So yep. I, I see. I, I think in that standpoint, real recognize real. Oh, now, I would do a, no, what I would do is I would do a. <laughs> I would just do, put a line through life. Too I would do, do um, generational poverty. I would do high blood pressure. Diabetes, the sugar. I would do a shirt of all the shit that plagues our, that plagues our community, and be like, y'all can take any of this. Right. But good on him for. Yeah. So just embrace. Them. So do not be afraid to be called out, and don't be afraid to stand with others and calling people out who need to be held accountable. That's it. Okay. Well, uh, as always, you can follow us at Cold Pop Show on Instagram, on Facebook. On YouTube. Yes. And now on Twitter. Twitter is coming. Hey. It is coming. So be ready. I love me some Twitter lately. Yeah. So, so um, where can they find you? Yep. You can find me on Instagram at Trenton Rashad and on Twitter at Trenton RD. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. And don't forget to follow the podcast. True. On where can they find us? You can find us on iTunes, Boom. Google Play, Boom. Spotify, Bam. iTunes. Bam. You said iTunes. Oh, SoundCloud. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get it yeah. together. Yeah. Um, okay. That's all I got. Yeah. That's it for me, guys. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.